Welcome in to uh, episode four of the How You Say podcast. I'm Boyd. I'm AJ. Let's get started. Uh, we're going to go through each of the matchups from week two. And we'll start with the marquee matchup, which we chose as Corey versus Danny. Uh, was not as close as we yeah. thought it was going to be. This was yeah. a blowout. Corey got his clock cleaned once again. And I heard over the weekend Corey complaining about it was only due to the Kansas City Chiefs. And only due to Patrick Mahomes. So let's just say for this week, we excluded Patrick Mahomes from Danny's lineup. Who wins? Uh, Mahomes scored 42.1 points, and he won by 47.8. So it was not the difference. He could have started... uh, we could have started Dante Culpepper, and he still would have won. Uh, Corey, uh, it seems, has been trying to get a piece of that Kansas City offense ever since uh, he's been burned by Tyreek Hill and Mahomes in back-to-back weeks. Went ahead and picked himself up Harrison Butker this week. Kickers are people, too. <laughs> anyway, uh, this was a blowout. Uh, Danny pretty much destroyed him. He even got negative points from his kicker and still won by 47.8 points. Uh, Corey's got work to do. He did start two Jaguars, so special shout-out to Corey on that one. But Side note, we do know that Corey has Kaleem Hunt. We don't want another, oh, collection. I do have a piece of the Kansas City offense. Mm, that's true. He does. So that matchup uh, provided very little drama. Uh, a matchup that did provide drama was uh, my own matchup against Andrew. It came down to Monday night. Uh, the Seahawks coaching staff refused to give Chris Carson the ball in the second half, and Will Disley scored a garbage-time touchdown, which brought it close. I was a little bit worried there for a second, but ultimately not that worried. I ended up winning by about 6.7 points. Uh, Had four different guys in double figures, uh, reasonably balanced, uh, and that includes Kirk Cousins' 40 points, which probably uh, was the only reason that I won. I was going to say, it was the only reason that you won. Hey, sometimes but, you just need one guy to score 40, and uh, that's all you need. So talking about an actual, real close matchup that came down to Monday night was Christina versus me. Correct. And it seemed at the start of the day, Monday morning, I needed 21 points from the Chicago defense mm-hmm. to win. Half Like a quarter in, I'm thinking, okay, Seahawks are still shut out. Like, it was looking pretty good early. They got a couple of sacks. Mm-hmm. I I had more points than I needed, but I knew some of the bonuses were going in. Yeah. Going to go away. Come to halftime. Oh, look, I'm still in this. Seahawks are playing absolute trash. Yep. But I knew there was this one bonus that was going to go away, which was the yards. And I was like, all the way in the WhatsApp chat, I need a pick six. This isn't going to work without a pick six. Mm-hmm. They delivered the pick six. Delivered. Signed, sealed, and delivered. Russ telegraphed that right to the Bears' defense. And I made a contract with Loss. Flew the WhatsApp, flew the interwebs. Oh, you did? Okay. Which was, Loss, you either score no more points and let me win this game, mm. or you win this game. Mm-hmm. He did neither. He did neither. They scored a late garbage time touchdown, which uh, killed you and uh, aided me. So, uh, AJ, unfortunately, fallen to 0-2 on the year. 
Uh, next matchup we have is Laura and Tony Tanzi. Uh, this one was lacking the drama, which unfortunately has become a little more common for Tony Tanzi than he would probably like. Uh, 48.5 point victory for Laura. She had some pretty big performances. Melvin Gordon, AJ Green, Travis Kelsey uh, all scored 26 or more. Uh, so who would you want on Tony's team? Can we show his bench? Uh, we could show his bench, yeah. Uh, so Drew Brees, a quarterback. Sure. Uh, he's got Le'Veon. You know, if okay. he ever comes back, That's... then that may be somebody to make a deal for. Uh, Mike Evans is having a pretty decent start to the year. John Brown, who we just picked up, uh, got 15 points for him in the flex. So that's pretty much it. I named like four guys, <laughs> and the roster is 15 deep. So, uh, And you haven't named a starting running back. And I have not sta- <laughs> named a starting running back, no. So anyway. Uh, or startable, I should Tony's say. Tony's still in the lead for most money won. Um, by the way, Andrew uh, was the winner of the weekly challenge, which was the blackjack challenge closest to 21 without going over. John J. Hopkins got 21 on the nose. I don't know how you did that, Andrew, but uh, very nice. So Andrew and Tony leading the way with 999-1 this year. Next up was Barrett versus Baker. And it turned out to be an interesting matchup. Uh, Barrett pulled it out with a 17-point win. Uh, Across the board... She, well, her favorite player, Alan, did not do of her. Are you going to have a one-on-one talk with Alan Rodgers this week, Barrett? Yeah, text him. Let him know what you think of his performance and how he needs yeah. to pick it up. I mean, honestly, you could have won by uh, 45 if you'd have put Ben Roethlisberger in there. Also, interesting strategy, starting the defense that Alan Rodgers is going to play. Yeah. But, you know, you've got Neither one of those worked out. Other other guys scored points against Vikings, and Aaron Rodgers only had about a 15. So uh, this one, uh, we actually split on our picks. You had Barrett, I had Baker. Uh, yeah. You got that one. And the funniest part of this all is her team didn't even get the win. <laughs> like, the Packers didn't even get the win. No. That was a crazy game. A pass interference, or not the pass interference, the uh, roughing the passer call. Yeah. Horrible, even though it allowed Kirk Cousins to get, like, 15 more points. <laughs> Uh, next up, Eric and Holtzclaw. A uh, couple of lower scoring matchups. Holtzclaw took this one um, pretty easily. He won by about 19. Uh, Eric said Thanks. it was 0-2 and uh, got a long way to climb. Yeah. It seems like uh, no, a lot of these matchups are coming down to make sure you guys score like 10 points. And then hope for one breakout uh, locket. Yeah, that, I mean that's pretty much how this league goes. I mean your quarterback hopefully will score in the twenties or at least the high teens. Uh, yep. From the skill position guys, you want to try to get as many guys in double digits as possible. If anybody goes for twenty or thirty or forty, then you're probably going to be looking pretty good. Um, the more single digit games you have, uh, that greatly decreases your chances of winning. Uh, and that was it for uh, the matchups for week two. Yeah, so then we're coming on to our next segment, which is best and worst moves of the week. So the best moves we thought was picking up Brandon Marshall and potentially Julian Edelman. A little bit of controversy on that one. Uh, obviously, week one, I picked Julian Edelman as your best pick of the draft. 
So I'm on board with that one. Uh, a little surprised you dropped him, but maybe uh, you could drop some other guys, like whoever that Arizona running back is that's on your roster right now. Uh, so <laughs> Chase Edmonds. Chase Edmonds. So the pickup, I so I, this was one of mine. I picked, I liked the pickup of Edelman. Didn't really like the $21, but I mean, if he ends up producing like Julian Edelman does, then that's not a terrible deal. So I kind of like that move. Uh, the Marshall, that was kind of a funny one because... Corey picked him up and then dropped him. Yep. Uh, and then Andrew picked him up, did not drop him. I'm kind of feeling like pretty much everybody on the waiver wire, Corey will have owned at some point this season. Of course. Happens every year. Everybody's going to be sloppy seconds. Yes. Uh, so my thought process on Edelman was this. He hasn't played a good game in, what is it, 18 months? Something like that. Mm-hmm. Coming back from ACL. right? He's now over 30. Yeah, since they won the Super Bowl, actually. Yeah. He's also, like, did you see who I picked up for him? I did not. Tell us who it was. Inunwa. Okay. Right. Who is potentially the number one wide receiver mm. on the Jets. Could be. The safety blanket of their new quarterback. Mm. Mm-hmm. And he has really good attributes. And he's been delivering. Uh, through two weeks, he has been delivering, yes. Yeah. That's all we've got to go on. Uh, all right, so let's move on. Worst moves of the week. Uh, I'm going to go with TJ Yeldon for $23. I feel like that was a bit of an overspend for a backup running back. Obviously, Fournette got hurt, and that's why he was mm. uh, so coveted, I suppose. But Fournette's gonna, not going to be out all year. Uh, he's going to get that job back, and he's the guy. And Yeldon is not that good. I mean, we've seen TJ Yeldon for three years, and yep. he's not been a guy worth a quarter of your budget. Uh, I, and he proved that last week uh, by getting outtouched and outgained by the guy that I picked up, Corey Grant. I will say this. I think that anyone that you want to spend more than half your fab on is going to be someone who's on the waiver wire on waivers in the first four weeks. It's possible. Because you're going to get like 10 weeks out of them. Mm-hmm. Anyone after that, Maybe you get five weeks out. Maybe you don't. They're potentially on rosters already. We get a little bit more information about who the handcuffs are, who the secondaries are. Yeah. And we're, to give everyone a pat on the back, we're a pretty smart league. We don't leave many lottery tickets on the waiver wire. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go honorable mention for worst move of the week. This weird carousel Corey's got going on with David Njoku, Josh Doxson, and Devontae Parker. It seems like every two days he's dropping one of them and picking up the other one. Uh, it ha- happened again this week. He threw a kicker in there to kind of throw us off. He dropped one for a kicker and then picked up a kicker and dropped the other one. Corey, I don't know what you're doing. Uh, neither one of those guys are going to do jack squat this year. Neither one of them are keepable, but go ahead and, and uh, entertain yourself. Uh, special shout out uh, to kickers uh, because kickers are people too. Uh, Eric is stashing Greg Zerline on his IR, and he picked up another kicker this week. Interesting, he picked up uh, Mason Crosby and spent some of his fab money on him. He spent a dollar, which spent is Spent a dollar, fine. but that's more than zero. He, I think he easily could have got Mason Crosby coming out of the waivers. I Well, I'm surprised he didn't pick up Dan Bailey. I am surprised that he went with uh, the kicker that he did. I, I completely concur. I mean, you could have picked up the Rams' other kicker, who, if you believe in the Rams' offense, it would be a savvy pickup there. Dan Bailey, second most accurate kicker in NFL history. Uh, curious move, but uh, you know what, Eric? I appreciate any moves that are made for a kicker, so 
uh, half credit for that one. I would like to say best moves of the week after giving me so much shit last week for the New Orleans defense. Yeah. Is picking up the Chicago defense who did score 17 points for me. Didn't get me the win, but at least made it interesting. They did. Uh, quick look at the fab budgets. Uh, there are four of us left who have not spent any money, and I think we're in a bit of a stare down to see who the last one is to actually spend money. We've got you and me and Bake and Barrett. <laughs> That's a complete lie, because if you actually look at the... You and I are trying to spend money. <laughs> yeah, we're we've, trying to we've, spend money. We've made some claims and have been turned away, but like, I don't know. Uh, so this goes nicely into our next topic, which is... I think we're all doing the right thing, except for one or two people, which is spending our fab on running backs. There's been a lot of big money being spent on running backs. And all backup running backs. But so yeah. it was interesting. Uh, the Joe Mixon owner decided to spend a considerable amount of money on Joe Mixon's backup. $22, I believe. Yeah. And I put in a bid which I thought was... Reasonable at about 16 You put in a bit of... $7. I felt like he was worth $7 to me. I he's, I mean, Mixon's only going to be out a couple weeks, sure. we all think. Uh, this is another kind of TJ Yeldon-like move where you go and you pick up the guy that's presumably starting for a week or two, which is fine, but we all think that the starter's coming back, and we've seen what Gio Bernard is. I mean, his rookie year, he was pretty good, but uh, has not really been a factor since that first year and they've Good. consistently tried to bring in other guys because they didn't believe in Gio Bernard here's the thing so Christina's got her flex completely open right now correct does she start Gio Bernard in that flex or does she start Marquise Goodwin hmm what so she's got some interesting players on her bench she could start uh Robbie Anderson maybe Jordan yep. Wilkins maybe Austin mm. Eckler maybe she doubles down Oh, actually, she doesn't have Melvin Gordon. Never mind. No, no, she doubles down on the Philip Livers. We'll cut that later. We're not going to cut that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of Christina, though, uh, she's got an interesting situation right now where she's got an open defensive or D special teams position and bench is full. So who do you think she's going to drop to pick up a defense? This could be interesting. Almost anyone she drops, I may pick up. She's got a decent bench. Yeah. Uh, it's deep with guys that are not a waste of a roster spot, at least. So let's see if we can narrow this down. She's not going to drop Gio or Anthony Callaway because she just picked up. She may drop. She may do a Corey. Christina, we're comparing you to Corey right now. So just FYI. Always. And drop the person she spent fab on. Yeah. Which is Callaway and Bernard. Uh-huh. Clement. You don't know what's happening with Ajahi. Clement seems to be the RB1 if Ajahi goes down. Yeah. Eckler seems to be doing a Tevin Coleman type scenario. Uh, Jared Cook, decent tight end. I think she's going to drop Jared Cook. She could. Uh, I mean, the guys that she drafted, she's probably not going to drop, I would think. But every single one of the guys she's picked up, she's spent fab on. I mean... Corey Clement, she spent $11 on. Jared Cook, $11. Gio was 22 And Callaway, who she just picked up for $6. Uh, I think I'm going to go with Callaway. I'm going to go with Cook. Okay. 
I'm gonna make. Uh, Are we gonna include this in our in our calls? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. I'm gonna make Antonio Callaway being dropped my lock of the week. Okay, I will go with Jared Cook. All right. Uh, speaking of uh, players that may or may not deserve to be on rosters, uh, our next segment is uh, most worthless player still on a roster. Uh, I'm going with Samaj P. Ryan. Uh, we kind of dogged on Barrett's drafting of Samaj P. Ryan in our first episode. Uh, inexplicably, she's still holding on to Samaj P. Ryan. He's been inactive for er- each of the first two weeks. AP is obviously the feature back there, with Chris Thompson being the third down back. And Rob Kelly's uh, the third back. So how come Samaj P. Ryan's still on a roster? I don't know. Maybe we'll get Barrett on the podcast next week and ask her. So... Does Barrett have a love affair with Des Bryant the way that Corey has with Josh Gordon? Where all or Devontae Parker. Or Devontae Parker. Or Josh Doxson or David Njoku. <laughs> yes. <laughs> For like two years, Corey's been like, doesn't matter where Josh Gordon was, on a roster, off a roster, suspended, not suspended, mm-hmm. Corey just would put him in his IR slot. Yeah. And now, Des Bryant, a free agent, Literally, not in fantasy, but literally, is still on her roster. Maybe Barrett's got some intel. Maybe she and Des are tight. Maybe maybe they're text buddies. Who knows? So she's texting Rogers. She's texting Des. Yeah. She knows a lot of famous people. Uh, she's also going to Norway in a couple weeks. I wonder if she's going to meet up with Des Bryant out there. Who knows? All right. Uh, so next up, we're going to bring in our guest of the week, uh, Andrew Lee, all the way from St. Louis, Missouri. Our initial, or inaugural, I should say, champion. Yes, first champion guest that we've had on the podcast so far. All right, joining us live from St. Louis, Missouri is Andrew Lee. Andrew, how you doing today? Andrew, how you doing today? Oh, I'm great. It is a gorgeous evening in the Paris of the Midwest. <laughs> I don't think anybody calls it that. Everybody calls it that. So, Just ask Brendan. So you're in New Orleans? The Paris of the Midwest is yeah. New Orleans. That's got yeah. to be New Orleans, doesn't it? Yeah. New Orleans is so far south, it's not in the, it's not in the Midwest. Oh. Well, details. <laughs> well, it's French. It's the Paris of the South. So, your team is uh, 0-2 right now. How are you feeling? How's, how's the season going for you so far? Exactly according to plan. I knew that oh, okay. was going to be a slow starter. Um, you know, I had a lot of injuries. Uh, not a lot of injuries, actually. I yeah, I've I had hardly any injuries, have you? <laughs> well, my tight end, which I feel like I have to keep on my IR now because... I don't want any of you assholes to pick him up and get him for nothing. So I got to sit here with Delaney Walker occupying my IR. But, you know, I thought I was pretty solid at all of my positions. And uh, I'm just out of sync with my two. I'm I'm kind of um, kind of going back and forth on both of my, my quarterbacks. But I'm out of sync. They got to let me know who's going to score more points each week. Hmm. Uh. Um, Tell me about this uh, Seahawks running back situation. Are you feeling good about Rashad Penny? Because I tell you, as as a Chris Carson owner, this has been extremely frustrating to see the Seahawks uh, coaching staff waste him on the bench while they give this bum Rashad Penny carries. 
See, that was something that I loved on Monday night. I loved seeing him in the fourth quarter in on that final drive, or mm-hmm. that, that drive that was supposed to be the final one, ended in a pick six. But, getting, uh, getting three yards to carry, and uh, kind of just standing there while somebody uh, made an interception right in front of his face. Uh, <laughs> coaching staff can't like that. You, one would think, rookie, anyway. Rookie growing pains. I didn't see Russell make all that great of a, an effort on, on, on the tackle either. Well... So. That's You're not what they pay that. him to do. They, they pay, they pay him <laughs> to throw the interception. They pay the other guys to tackle him after he throws the interception. <laughs> um, but yeah, Penny, I mean, he's only going to get better. I mean, the good news is that you're facing Corey, who is even worse than you right now. Yeah. So, uh, good yeah. chance to get to one and two. Are you feeling, well, well, feeling good about this week? I, uh, I, I feel good about every week. And I was... Uh, I was feeling really good after the Thursday night last week, facing off against you, Boyd. I thought oh. I, I was gonna I was gonna change my name once I beat you because you had your kicker and I think your defense uh-huh. was it? No, I think it they combined for about one defense. point. Yeah, yeah. I was feeling pretty good about that. Mm-hmm. Couldn't beat anyway, me. I'm, I'm unbeatable. I, I don't know if you knew that or me. not, but my team's pretty much unbeatable. Well, you're undefeated right now. That, you know, <laughs> statistics would show that I have not been beaten yet, therefore undefeatable. So, I, I, so Andrew, I believe that our division is so difficult, it's so stacked, <laughs> that, you know, we're playing in the SEC of fantasy football. I agree. I also agree that the SEC is the best division in college football. Ugh. Yeah, it pains me to say that, but I don't have any feet to stand on as with my Big Ten fandom. Uh, uh, so, Andrew, I see you draft a lot of rookies and uh, potential upside. So yes. we have to ask, are you playing for next year already? Will there be some trading of draft picks? See, that is the thing. Um, you got to you got to play both. You got to play. I mean, I'm not going to give up rookies to any of you guys. So when I see good rookies that are available, Mm. I'm going to take them no Mm. matter where, where they are. I plan on taking rookies because I can, I'm able to feel better about rookies. And, uh, I knew that I was going to start off slow this year. That's no big deal because I've won this league before and, uh, my strategy has paid off before. So, why not do it again? So that strategy is luckily finding Odell Beckham in week four on the waiver wire. Pretty much. Luckily? Did you, uh, the year you won, did you have Zeke and Odell? I'm trying to remember. Or was Zeke no, the year it was after? Just, no, it was just No, Odell. Zeke was after. Uh, okay. And that year after that, I had the best record. Hmm. Yeah. yeah uh, after those first couple years of winning and having best record, you kind of fallen on hard times, it seems. Yeah, we're going through a little bit of a rebuild right here, but uh, is there is there trouble on the home front? Is, is there talk of maybe a divorce in the works due to your uh, lack of fantasy football uh, success over the last couple of years, or is that not not on the table? Are you talking about a divorce from Andrew Luck because <laughs> because he's been on my team for three out of the past four years or something like that? Yeah, something like that, yeah. Uh, no, I I don't believe that our our marriage is built on. Anything less than the sandstone of fantasy football. I mean, mm. we we love to pour sand in each other's face or mouse mouse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when I first heard that, I 
we were listening to it as we were cooking. Uh-huh. Uh, we both stopped, looked at each other, and said, "What did he say?" <laughs> Sometimes it's just pure gold coming out of my mouth. I don't, I don't know where it comes from. Uh, but uh, I'm glad. Sometimes that... it's sometimes it's pure gold. Sometimes it's sand. Sometimes it's sand. Yeah. Uh, so has anybody in the St. Louis area seen your logo yet? Uh, the Auto Blow too. No, no, no. I I actually don't show that off because I I have my mobile. You know, it's I I only go on to ESPN on the mobile. I'm mm. not lugging around a desktop to check it out have you unleashed your toilet humor on the city of st louis yet (laughs) i'm trying to get people to like me so no (laughs) that's how you Uh, want us over though is uh your knowledge of double penises and micro penises and all things (laughs) penis really well the thing is now that i am married to a urologist she is taking over the penis joke humor so she's kind of the expert on penises well I mean, is it emasculating that your wife knows more about penises than you do? Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> How could it not? Yeah, be? it's awful. It's you know that that's what I I send myself to sleep with. <laughs> I thought that I had the penis, and that gave me so much power. And now she knows every, knows all of my weak spots. Well, you do still have the penis. She just looks at a bunch of them. No. She can create penises, though. Oh, that is the largest power in the world. <laughs> so, St. Louis, um, a lot of relatively uptight people. Um, mm, that's too bad. They, they kind of keep to themselves. They are friendly, but kind of just cursory friendly. Oh, I've heard that said about Seattle people. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, basically. I mean, they're friendly, and they'll they'll help you out with stuff, but don't tell them your problems. <laughs> <laughs> so, a quick survey that we're going to do for the next few podcasts, potentially. Maybe this will be the only time. It is, how much do you trust Corey and his knowledge, given what happened over the weekend? That he lost? Well, that he lost, again. Or that he tried to steal money... Yeah. Not steal money, but divert money away. Exactly. That as well. Uh, yeah. I don't know. There must be some tension when he's out there mowing the lawn or taking the dog out or taking the cats out or going off to work. There must be something. God, I hope he takes the cats out. That'd be hilarious. What? I hope he takes the cats out. That would be hilarious. Do you think Corey (laughs) has a cat leash? Uh, yeah. No, definitely. There's... Probably uh, matching cat harnesses for each of them, as well as uh, different cat leashes, and you better not mix them up. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, his lack of knowledge, his lack of performance, he may not actually earn this nickname, but I've been thinking of him as, as Corey the Shadow Hand, because mm, he okay. is something that, he manipulates things, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> like league policies? Policies, rule changes. Oh, he may even he may even censor some of our our WhatsApp texts. Oh, <laughs> controversial statements. Yeah. Well, we will see. I, I'm, I'm just kidding. I love Corey. <laughs> <laughs> so, on a more serious topic, do you think living on in the Eastern Time Zone helps you with like being the early you know, bird? You would think that, 
but uh, well, what's 3 a.m. for you guys is 5 a.m. for me, and I get up at that time because that's when Laura gets up. But God, you know, the last thing in my mind is, oh, who's who's picking up a tight end off mm. the free agents? That should be the first thing on your mind uh, when you wake up Wednesday morning. <laughs> you know what? I looked at I looked at it this morning, and I saw defense being switched out and a couple of tight ends of, of you know ill repute and Corey I don't care about that swapping through david and joku josh Doxson, and Devonte parker over and over again <laughs> all of that doesn't even i have no bandwidth for that yeah unfortunately but i'm very confident with my team and i love that the three of us me uh aj and Corey, are all in the same league here so we're coming for you, top three. Yeah. Oh, okay. We'll be waiting. We'll be waiting at the top. Don't worry. All right. Uh, also, I, I think you stole that game from me. I had garbage time touchdown. If I had just gotten a couple more points or yards, I would have gotten that 40-yard bonus. I'm pretty sure that you would have stolen that game from me had you won, but we'll, uh, we'll let that no. one lie. No. I'm a scrappy team. We were going to pull that one out mm. in the end, but uh, nope, the Evil Empire won in the end. They sure did. All right, well, I think that's all the time we have for you this week. Uh, Andrew, thank you so much for joining us, and best of luck this no week. No problem. Uh, Thanks, Andrew. All right. All right Enjoy the rest of this. All right, man. Bye. Bye. All right, next up, uh, we're going to go through the picks of the week. Starting with our marquee matchup, I know none of you will be surprised. It's AJ versus Boyd. Come on, it it's two former champions. Two former champions, zero uh, and two versus two and zero. Yeah. And not only that, our matchup is ridiculously close. I don't know if you noticed this or not. Yes. Projected for ninety six point four for me and ninety six point one for you. Yep. So let's see. Like, what are your initial thoughts? Are you worried? Are you... Like, obviously you're excited. But are you worried? Do you think you've got this in the bag? Like, we talked a little bit about... A couple of weeks ago about projections and how they don't mean anything. Yeah. I'm not really that worried. I mean, your team is fine. But I don't know who you're going to start as your second running back. Um, I will... Follow that up with saying I don't really know who I'm going to start as my second running back. Apparently it's going to be Carlos Hyde. I'll say this. I love my receivers. I, I think I have one of the deepest receiving cores in the league. Uh, Except for my team. Not particularly crazy <laughs> about my running backs. Um, but, yeah, your receivers are pretty good, I suppose. <laughs> but, like, come on. I've, I've got Tyreek and Odell. Uh, I think those guys match up very well with T.Y. and Stefan, if yeah. not a little bit better. And then Galladay. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give myself a little dab for that. I think that was maybe my call of the year. I remember yeah. picking him as my favorite pick going into the season. He's had, was it 15 and 18 so far? 15 and 16 so far. So okay. very productive. Yeah, you were so, saying, oh, is he the third receiver? I don't, I don't care how many receivers they have there. He's going to get his looks. That Lions offense is okay. And who is my pick from right my team? Uh, was it Emmanuel Sanders? I think it was. All right. Let's take a look at Emmanuel. He's been, he's been pretty good. Uh, not quite as consistent. He had the 25 and then a 9. Well, so, no, that 9.6, though, he gets another 4 yards and one more catch. It becomes 14. Okay. Well, he didn't. So he only he got you 9 points last week. Yeah. And maybe that's the reason that you lost. Uh, all right. So that's the receivers. Uh, running backs. I've got Hyde and Coleman. 
you've got David Johnson and somebody. Are you, are you going with Deion Lewis? Yeah, let's. Are you gonna swap in Derrick Henry later in the week? Maybe, maybe not. Like maybe you go sexy Rexy. I don't know. How can I get you to uh, double and triple think this and and second guess yourself and third guess yourself? What what do I got to say? Can I, can I get you to start no. Tariq Cohen? No. Are you sure? Yeah. They're facing Arizona, who's terrible. I know. You should probably start Tariq Cohen. <laughs> okay. Well, you should probably put in DJ Moore. I uh, well, he scored a fifty-one yard touchdown exactly. last week, so uh, I, I, I like, don't know. I like or, that player. Or Tyler Lockett, who's being like that's how killing deep, it. That's how deep my receiving core is. I have so many options. Will Fuller scored a uh, twenty-one, twenty-two. Uh, 21 last week. So, yeah, I could put in any number of guys. Well, you could put in Will Ford to cover my Deshaun Watson. I could. But uh, but I just have better receivers than that. <laughs> I, I don't have enough slots. If I could start five receivers and no running backs, I would. Yeah, I would probably do the same. <laughs> okay, so how do you how do you think the running backs stack up? Do you like your running backs better? Do you like my running backs better? Both our running backs are trash. Like, <laughs> they're absolute trash. Like, you have Devontae Freeman, and I will say, like, the best running back in this, in both our teams, is Tevin Coleman. Like, like Oh, he's you like gam- him better than David Johnson? Yeah. I Did you follow that game? I don't know if you watched any last week. I mean, Coleman was presumably the guy. He got 16 carries, and some guy named Ito Smith got 9 carries. Like, what in the fuck? Why do we need another Devontae Freed? Just give Tevin all the carries. What is so wrong about that? Matt Ryan, two rushing touchdowns. I Those are the first two rushing touchdowns of his career, I'm pretty sure. I I really want to believe Tevin Coleman's a top 10 back, but uh, that offense is almost as frustrating as the Seahawks offense. I don't know. I want to believe in David Johnson. I believe he definitely still has the talent. I believe he definitely still has the legs and everything else. There was talk about how they're going to split him out wide, make him a little bit more of that flex wide receiver lying back. Mm-hmm. So you're so, still all in on David Johnson? Yeah. Like, maybe you've been receiving some trade offers this week, and uh, and, you, and you're still you're holding tight. You think you can get first-round value for him? I think so. Like, I don't think I can get top of first round, okay. obviously. But I think that... Um, he is still going to produce a floor of 10 points a game. Okay. Right? He's like, if we look at his stats. What is it? Overview. Click, click, click. I'm teaching AJ how to use his computer right now. Okay, so it was really bad against the Lambs. But that that is the Lambs. Right? Yeah. Um, he's still... Had 13 carries for 48 yards. That's pretty good. That That's an average of... I mean, it's more than 10 carries, and he got three yards of carry, I suppose. Three and a half. Uh, I, I mean, he got five catches week one. That's that's the encouraging part. Is yeah. I mean, that that's why you, you draft David Johnson, is for the, the catches in addition to the carries. Like, he's a good running back, but he's a great receiving running back. So we're just going to segue a little bit to our random segment of the week called mm. What's This Week's Bad Calling Trade Offer That You Get <laughs> in the Mail? Tell us about it. Was it uh, David Johnson by yeah, any chance? Yeah, it just happened to be right. for David Johnson. What did he want to give you for David Johnson? He wanted to give me, who was it? It was like Marshawn Lynch mm, okay, and some other scraps. 
What? Well, he knows what? you're a big uh, Seahawks fan, and he, I think he's banking on that <laughs> former love for a Seahawks running back. I know. Whereas he was like, even if I package, say, David Johnson and one of my wide receivers for, say, Kareem Hunt. Mm. No, no, no. I can't even afford to sit at the table yeah. to have that conversation. We, we found that out last week, that you can't <laughs> afford Kareem Hunt, no matter yeah. what it is. All right, so running backs appear to be a wash. Wide receivers appear to be a wash. Uh, quarterback, we got Kirk Cousins for me, Deshaun Watson for you. And they're both go- going up against shitty, shitty defenses. I'm picking myself. Uh, based on that fact, I don't think Deshaun's going up against a shitty defense. Uh, the Giants have held uh, Blake Bortles, who's amazing, to 12 <laughs> points, and Dak Prescott, who's not quite as amazing, to 18 points. So they haven't allowed a 20-point quarterback this uh, this far. Uh, Kirk Cousins gets to go up against the Bills, who are the worst team in football. They've given up 27 and 23 so far. Mm-hmm. I, I love that Minnesota offense. I really enjoyed watching that game last week. Okay. Uh, granted, that uh, roughing the passer, which <laughs> probably should have been an interception, was a, probably about a 15 to 20 point swing. But still, I, I like my quarterback in this matchup. I like him for the rest of the season. Do you like Deshaun Watson, or are you going to give me a little Kirk Cousins dab on this? Uh, I'll say that Kirk has has performed admirably. Okay. All right. Uh, tight end, you got Jordan Reed. I got Tyler Eifert. Yeah, I'm going with me. This is you. Yeah. I, I may not even start Tyler Eifert this week. We'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, defense, you obviously love your Bears defense pickup from last week. I You kinda, have to give it to me. I kind of like my Browns D pickup. <laughs> Facing your boy Quincy Anunwa and his rookie quarterback in the Jets this week. Uh, hey, depending on what's, what happens, I may start Quincy just to piss you off. Go for it, yeah. <laughs> Do a little uh, offense against my defense? Sure. I would love that. Uh, I'll give you a slight edge on this one. Bears, Bears have done it. Uh, they were a top 10 defense last year. They get to face Arizona, who's given up double digits each of the first two weeks. So I'll give you the edge there, although I still kind of like the Browns there. Um, kickers, uh, freshly uh, picked up off the waiver wire. Dan Bailey now kicking for my favorite offense, Minnesota. Okay, so Gustafsky. moving on because we don't really care. <laughs> hey, kickers are people too. <laughs> we have determined that. All right, so I think we're determining it's about as even as the projections. Yeah. And I am saying. not going to pick again. Still not going to pick your own matchup. That's fine. I'm going to pick myself. Okay. Put it down. All right. Uh, we'll move on to the rest of the matchups for the week. We've got Corey and Andrew. Uh, 0-2 against 0-2. Projections are 96 for Corey, 76 for Andrew. Uh, ESPN hates Andrew's team this week. I think it's going to be a closer to 76-78 final score. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> ESPN loves Corey's team for whatever reason. I, they've scored, like, four points this year. Uh Corey is loading up on San Francisco 49ers. He's got NFL's leading rusher, Matt Breda, back in the starting lineup. For now. For now, yeah. Do you, know why, do you know why he's probably in this starting lineup? Because Corey always does this. He's probably offering Belita to someone as a trade. Oh, yeah. And it's like, look, it's it's in my starting yeah. lineup. <laughs> he's trying to trade his flex, yeah. yeah. Um, I think I'm going to go with... Corey in this one. He's, yeah, he's got better running backs. I... Although I will say, uh, I was going to 
lead with this, but there's some interesting people in starting lineups right now. After the first couple of weeks, people are kind of like, all right, well, maybe that guy I spent a high draft pick on isn't worth starting, and maybe I should go with some of my bench players. I've finally got a spot for Kenny Galladay in my starting lineup. Now we got Corey starting Mike Williams and Matt Breda. Andrew starting Calvin Ridley. Everybody's starting to reach deeper into their bag of tricks to, mm-hmm. to try to get some wins, and it, I like it. I like the I like the turnover. I am going for the upset. Are you okay? What do you like about Andrew's team? What you think Hopkins is going for a big game? You think Ridley's going for a big game? I think Hopkins gonna is gonna go for a big game. Because this is gonna this is gonna be an upset based based on projections based on what we're seeing out of these teams. So I'm gonna go with Ajahi, Locke, and Hopkins to have big games. Okay, that's probably what it's gonna take. All right, next up we've got. Cat uh, Butthole, Christina, and Danny. Uh, projections have Danny leading by 10. A little misleading, though, because Christina does not have a flex or a defense in her starting lineup. Yeah, so uh, if we go 8 for flex and 6 for 4 for defense, yeah, Christina has the lead here. She'll have a slight edge, yeah. Uh, and with that, like, she's got... As we were talking about earlier, she's got plenty of startable players in the flex. Yeah. Um, definitely not Gio Bernard. I don't think you should put Gio in the flex. Plus, yeah. Definitely don't start Gio Bernard, whatever you do. And, yeah, so I'm just going to pick Christina in this one. I'm going to go with Christina, too. I like uh, Danny's receivers. But the rest of his team uh, seems like kind of waiver wire fodder, which is pretty good waiver wire fodder. I mean, he picked up James Conner, uh, drafted Mahomes late, Philip Lindsay uh, was a waiver wire pickup. Uh, mm-hmm. Aguilar probably should have been on the waiver wire. Uh, as much as Danny tries to make me trade offers, I don't want Nelson Aguilar. I'm just, <laughs> just going to let you know that right now, Danny. I don't want him. Whatever, whatever you want to get for him, uh, you can't have because I don't want Aguilar. Um, but I'm going to go with Christina. She's got the proven running backs, Kamara, Barkley. Obviously, Mixon's out this week, but uh, she's got Thielen and uh, Golden Tate. Golden Tate's been a lot more productive than mm-hmm. I thought he'd be. And, uh, you know, that Lions offense is a good one. So give me Christina in this one. Next up, uh, we've got Tony Tanzi and Justin Baker. Uh, projections have us at 79 for Tanzi. 102 for Baker. That's, I think, the highest projection of the week so far. Oh, no. Holt's call is technically higher. We'll get to him. Anyway, uh, what do you think out of this one? Again, I am going to, for this one, I will trust the projections and go with Bake. Unless, like, Drew Brees goes for 40, Evans goes for 30, and then the Eagles defense, who may be Tony's third best player. It's possible. <laughs> well, if you were going to choose players to score over 20 points, you'd pick Drew Brees. Yep. Then you'd pick Mike Evans. Uh-huh. And then I would probably pick the Eagles defense. Probably. I mean, look, your boy Rashard Matthews is going to find himself in the starting lineup this week. Yep. Going up against that tough Jacksonville Jaguars defense, though. So who knows how many points he's going to score. Who is who is throwing to Rashard? Uh, unknown. What? Might be Matt Hasselbeck. He might still be on the Tennessee <laughs> Titans. I don't know. It's either going to be Blaine Gabbert or Mariota. And Mariota said late Sunday that he could not even grip a football. Mm. Do you need to grip it to throw it? I don't know. Yeah, well, I guess we'll find out. 
Uh, Baker's going with Devin Funches in the flex spot. This is fun. Uh, yeah, I'm going with Baker. Oh, Devin Funches, another love child of Corey's. Another, yeah. <laughs> another sloppy second. Corey's fingerprints are all over. This just in, this just in, breaking news, we have a trade offer from Mr. Corey Duncan. Let's bring that back here. We've got Marshawn Lynch for Quincy Anunwa and Jordan Reed. Oh, interesting. Okay. This is the reverse two for one. He's offering you two for one. He's offering me... Or one for two, I One suppose. for two. Yeah. This, this is being... He does not trust Lynch at all. Does not. No. Nope. And neither do I. So this is always hilarious. Yeah. It, Chloe wants to get rid of Lynch. He hates Lynch, so offer him scraps. Mm, okay. Uh, Lynch may be available on the waiver wire later this season. <laughs> yes. I think I'll take my chances. Maybe I'll save my budget for Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> All right, move it. Do we both pick Baker in this one? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Tony. Uh, we're going with Baker. Uh, next up, we've got Holtzclaw and Laura. A battle of two and zero against one and one. Holtzclaw's hot. Yeah. He's got Fitzpatrick, uh, Devontae Adams, Antonio Brown. Yeah, he had a pretty good week last week. Uh, he did not start Ryan Fitzpatrick last week, but uh, he does own him. Mm -hmm. uh, all right, what do we got for projections here? 108 for Holtzclaw, leading the league in projections, which we all know are ironclad, and uh, Laura's sitting at 87 right now. It's a pretty big spread. But Does this count as an upset special if I pick Laura in this matchup? No. Based on projections, it would, but she is 2-0. Oh, and... So, I I don't like her second wide receiver. I love her second wide receiver. Dee Westbrook finds himself in a starting lineup for the first time this season. I would rather start... I don't know. I would start Dante Pettis. Would you? Okay. Uh, KC's been hot garbage uh, yeah. trying to defend anything. Especially receivers. They've given up 36 and 42 points to receivers so far. In but, total. So. Uh, each week, yeah. Yeah. But uh, Westbrook has had a couple of pretty nice days, a couple of pretty nice yardage days so far. Mm -hmm. 5 for 51, 4 for 83. Mm -hmm. Got the touchdown last week. Um, that was one play, by the way. Yeah, and it was garbage time, wasn't it? Uh, no, maybe. No, Because they I, killed New England. So. That's right. But anyway, uh, you definitely want to grab yourself a piece of that Jacksonville Jaguars offense. That's what we're learning yeah. so far in this young season. Uh, give me lore in this one. Give me my upset special. I will I will go with lore as well. Oh! Actually, let me see. This one's a little bit mm. nuanced. It is nuanced. We've got Lamar Miller, Isaiah Crowell as running backs. Adams Brown, Marvin Jones Jr. for Holtzclaw. I will actually pick Holtzclaw. Perfect. Got ourselves a little, There's two. little skin in this one. All right. Last match of the week, 2-0 uh, Barrett Thompson against 0-2 Eric McCarthy. Uh, Eric's got Carson Wentz back. Uh, all of a sudden, his team is not looking quite so bad as, uh, as we thought it looked the last couple weeks. Uh, projections have Eric at 98, Barrett at 99. This is probably the next closest matchup besides ours. What do you think? Ooh. We've got Dalvin Cook uh, nursing a little bit of an injury. We'll see how mm -hmm. that plays well, out uh, throughout the course of the week. So Dalvin Cook has performed, but not really. Has not found the end zone yet, but the yardage and touch totals have been encouraging. 50 yeah. receiving yards each of the first two weeks. Yeah, like he's doing all-purpose yards, but he hasn't yeah. given you like 
what was expected of them, which is like 120 all purpose. Yeah, they haven't haven't quite established the run like we thought they would. There's been a lot more Kirk Cousins, which honestly is fine with me. It's fine with me. (laughs) Uh, Barrett Thompson not making a whole lot of changes to that starting lineup. Still rocking Gurley, LaShawn, Michael Thomas, Jarvis Mm -hmm. Landry, Pierre Garçon in that flex spot. Uh, Probably because they're bench is not particularly good but well, i guess when you're starting the lineup is as good as it's been uh, you don't really need a bench i would start her her boy allison over garcon mm. as a flex i don't know why maybe she hasn't got to it yet but that's a surprising move she doesn't want to seem like a hundred percent homer just like you know 50 percent homer uh we already know she is <laughs> give me barrett thompson in this matchup I like her to go to 3-0 this week. What are the projections? Uh, projections are 98 for Eric, 99 for Barrett. I will go with... I'll go with Barrett. Okay. All right, uh, that is all the matchups for the week. Uh, this week's weekly prize is going to be most bench points, which we've named the AJ because he consistently leaves a shitload of points on his bench. That's because my bench is so strong. Oh, is oh, it maybe because you should have started those guys because your no. starting lineup is never as good as your bench? No. no Definitely not that. Definitely all right. not. So, well, let's see who picks up a quarterback come oh, Saturday yeah. oh, to okay. add to their bench. Mm. Maybe, maybe two. Maybe people need uh, some insurance at the quarterback position. You know, Maybe that's something that could happen. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so uh, load up that bench. Definitely take all your best players out of the starting lineup, uh, especially you, AJ. <laughs> and, uh, and best of luck oh, this week. So one valid thing is, let's say you've got Monday players mm. and mm. you've already won your matchup. You oh. can move all of those oh. guys to your bench. You could. And gain extra bench points. If it is really... $9.99 on the line this week. $9.99. Okay. And so our weekly pick scores are currently Boyd is 9 and 3. I am 8 and 2. Yes. Uh, well, the only reason you're beating me in percentage points is because you refuse to pick your own matchup. And I picked your matchup last week and you lost. And the week before. And the week before. <laughs> Why do I keep picking you? You didn't pick me this week. So I did obviously not. I'm going to win. Uh, you, I, <laughs> you got me there. All right. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we'll catch you next week. And best of luck out there. Good luck. And see you next week. Bye for now. <laughs>